Hi, how are you? You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a podcast that's all about supporting parents as they bring up children. We've got experts and advice to help you through the more challenging bits of parenting. I'm Siobhan Hunt. When is the right time to introduce your child to technology? And how much screen time is really too much? Recently, Early Childhood Australia decided to tackle the issue and worked with experts in technology, cyber safety, children's development and health and welfare. While many parents are still working out how to navigate the digital world with their kids, the statement on young children and digital technologies can help us navigate the way forward. Professor Susan Edwards from the Australian Catholic University was a co-author. Hi Susan, how are you? Good, thank you. Why this document and why now? Well, this document came about because there was just increased uh, interest and need in the early childhood education sector for sort of best practice advice about how educators can um, use digital technologies, manage digital technologies in early childhood education settings, but also how educators can engage in partnerships with families around best practice digital technology use in the home and the family. But not all early childhood centres want to engage with technology. For example, the Steiner philosophy doesn't introduce digital technology until children are in high school. Parents worried about how much screen time their kids are getting might prefer a childcare centre that's a tech-free zone. Ruth Weinstein is the director of the We Care Early Learning Centre in Sydney. At first, she wasn't sure how to fit technology into the school's curriculum. We had a bit of a struggle this year with thinking about how much technology invades everybody's life and how early children are introduced to technology. And we noticed that children often just become mesmerised by a screen no matter what was on it. So we were very mindful of how we would introduce more technology and how we could use it in a creative way. So I think it's part of their lives, it's all around them and so I think we've just got to embrace the fact that it's there and they have an incredibly, they're at ease with technology unlike us adults. So that's helped us introduce technology to the children that is different from what they've been using or it may be the same technology but used in a very different way. And I think that's been good for the parents too because they can see that a phone or an iPad doesn't have to be a passive piece of equipment. It can be something that the children and the parents together can work with to create something interesting. When we think of children and technology together, it's easy to be fearful. We think about the negatives, being screen zombies, and later, the insidious influence of social media. But the statement on young children and digital technologies is grappling with the overall impact of technology. That's the bad and the good. Susan again. We need to be really mindful that Digital technology doesn't just sort of land in our lives from nowhere. It doesn't like just drop down from the moon and, (laughs) you know, (laughs) suddenly it's overtaking our whole lives. Digital technology actually comes from innovations in human thinking and the inventions that people make. And every age has seen technological innovation in some form or another. And every age and, and every, you know, in every age, parents and adults and educators have had to 
think about and interpret how the innovations of that time relate to how they're raising and educating children. So I think when we look at it, you know, if we can take a bit of a deep breath and go, oh, actually, this isn't the first time in human history that there's been, you know, new ways of thinking or communicating or sharing information or ideas, that it, it gives us a, a space to sort of just pause and go, all right, so what do we think is important for children in this context? Susan, why is it important to teach our children about cyber safety when many of the children in this age group are probably still too young to use things like social media where parents might see um, the greatest risk lies? Mm, That's a really good question. So what the document does is it actually talks about young children's citizenship And what it does in talking about citizenship is it acknowledges that digital technologies and particularly network technologies through the internet is a really important part of how people engage with each other now, how people connect socially, communicate information and experience education. And there's actually uh, a movement coming out of the UN around recognising access to the internet as a fundamental human right. So where the document is coming from is not saying, oh my gracious, these kids, these really young kids are going to be using social media and they have to learn cyber safety. Where the document is coming from is saying it's time for early childhood education to start helping really young children develop an understanding of what network digital technologies are. The fact that when you're using your iPad at home or with your family, it's not just that single item. It's not just your iPad. That that iPad is actually networked into millions and millions of other technologies. And we want children just to start developing those understandings, just like we foster their awareness of things like sun smart. So we start to teach them that, you know, the sun can damage your skin and it's really important before you go out that you put on a hat and you put on your sunscreen. So we don't full-on scare them and teach them about, you know, serious cancer and show them you know horrific pictures but we do start to teach them some basic understandings of that that's something that we need to be aware of and protect ourselves from. In what ways do you see digital technology can improve relationships between adults and children because I think most parents would hear that and think oh no 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 technology is destroying relationships between adults and children. We have a whole section actually in the document specifically looking at relationships and it sort of can go both ways, I think. A lot of people do think, oh no, technology destroys relationships, that children, they just want to sit on their screens and they don't want to talk to other children or, you know, all sorts of other things. But we also drew on research that showed that when adults do what's called co-viewing or co-playing with young children, that that actually supports interactions that lead to learning and language development. And, you know, well, you know, what's happening or did you think that was going to happen or did you like that, you know, inviting children's contributions. The research also shows very strongly that children have beneficial peer-to-peer interactions around technologies, that they will actively teach each other how to use technologies or the different features of technologies. We have also signalled, though, um, that within peer-to-peer relationships that sometimes we also need to help children learn the pro-social behaviours around that. So actually, you know, how, how do I share it and how do I resist the temptation to tap it when someone else is doing something? But <laughs> yes. that's, that's not because of the technology. That's, you know, sometimes we have to teach children how to share the, the, the one red bucket in the sandpit. You know, with relationships, what we're trying to do is give people a sense of 
decision making around the technology that we don't have to accept that it destroys relationships. We can actually look at how the relationships actually occurring around and with the technology. And it sort of leads on to my next question because you have a, se- a section in the document also about health and well-being, mm-hmm. um, which again sounds kind of um, counterintuitive because people assume that if a child is on an iPad or watching a screen of some description that they're sedentary. That was something we were really keen to try and understand the research around. So in that section we looked at things like movement, posture, sleep, vision uh, and children's emotional well-being and obviously we're, we're very clear to help people understand that children shouldn't be sitting still for extended periods of time and that you know the 24-hour movement guidelines recommend no more than sort of two hours of sedentary time that doesn't mean screen time just means sedentary time you know meaning the time that children spend sitting still and one of the things we've tried to do in the document is is talk about ways that technologies can be used to promote physical activity by children. So, for example, the gaming or dancing apps that involve children being up and around in early learning centres. Educators can do something as simple as filming children, you know, learning to, to do a jump or learning to skip or hop and then show it back to children in slow motion. And children get really engaged in that sort of experience and then they'll, you know, they'll really enjoy watching themselves in slow motion and going, oh, I didn't quite get that right or I'm really good at that bit and then they can try it again and so really inviting educators to think about ways that technologies can be used to promote movement opportunities rather than just seeing it as something where children just sit still. At WeCare in Sydney, Ruth and her team have come up with a number of ways to make technology active and engaging for their children. Recently we've done several things. Um, One of the things was children were looking for things in the environment that looked like faces. And so they used cameras to go out and photograph something. It could have been um, we have a fountain and it has beautiful um, work on it, but when you look at it, it does look like a face. And then we used an app which could convert the photo and create a talking face. So then they would record their voices and add that to the the um the thing moving their mouth, its mouth and eyes, um, and it was great. Technology can be used for good, not evil. And when it comes to the evils of technology, if we're honest, most of the problems start with us, the adults. We're just as guilty of being glued to screens. Susan says that the statement also addresses how adults use technology. The document tries to help people be aware of, okay, when is it time to say that's enough and should I be, you know, trying a different activity? And and we've talked um, really clearly about adult role modelling in those sort of behaviours. So, you know, if you're at the park with your children or we're out, you're outdoors and maybe you might want to use your phone to, you know, record the children hopping or whatever and then let your children see you put it away and then engage in an activity without it. And while parents are learning how to put their own devices away, I'm wondering how they've been responding to WeCare and how they've embraced technology in their curriculum. Ruth again. I think they've been amazed, amazed that these children can understand this kind of technology and that they can use it in masterful ways. I mean, we've been using an iPad by remote, by Wi-Fi, to a projector. So the children are working outside, creating a, a, a miniature scene, which the iPad is filming or looking at, 
it's then projected through the projector inside onto a massive screen and so the miniature becomes absolutely huge and then the children can work with that in front of that inside. So the children are learning about the technology of how things can be transmitted and used and created. That was Ruth Weinstein, Director of We Care Early Learning in Sydney. You also heard from Professor Susan Edwards from the Australian Catholic University. She was a co-author of the Statement on Young Children and Digital Technologies. For more information on the Statement of Young Children and Digital Technologies, you'll find links in the notes of this Feed, Play, Love episode. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced by Elise Cooper and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. You can get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.